podcast, Pure Happy Healthy. My name is Leandra Haupt, I'm your host, and today I'm in the interview with Anissa Punya. Anissa is a really dear friend of mine who I met on Bali in 2019 and ever since we've kept in contact and had amazing conversations about life, the universe and all that matters. So I wanted to invite her to my podcast and have you dive in with us into some deep conversations and we just started the conversation like this and saw how it would develop and today I think the overall topic is getting home or finding home and for both of us that has been quite a present topic in the past year as we were traveling quite a lot and I moved to Australia and she was traveling in Europe and we both found through traveling where actually our home is in terms of our heart and our body but also our physical location of home so we talk about that and so many other things so stay excited for this beautiful episode with anisa punya hello and welcome to pure happy healthy anisa hello it's a pleasure to be here yeah, I'm so excited to talk in the setting of a podcast with you today because we usually talk so much anyways and we always have the most interesting and deepest topics and conversations. So I'm excited to share this on my podcast today. Um, so before we get deeper into all these interesting topics, I would like to know from you, what did you have for breakfast this morning? Oh, for breakfast. Um, I actually had a smoothie this morning. So I, I kind of fasted most of the morning because I was doing my yoga practice. Um, and then I had to go and meet a friend. And so I was running out of time. So I had a smoothie. I don't usually have smoothies. I try to eat and chew so that I can digest my food better. Um, but, you know, occasionally it's, it's okay to have a smoothie. Mm. So that's what I had for breakfast. That sounds delicious. And I know that breakfast is already a while ago from you as you're in Australia at the moment. And um, yeah, so for you, it's evening. For you, it's morning. We have that big time gap. <laughs> so sometimes it's so funny that when I ask you in the evening, what did you have for breakfast? That it's, it seems so long ago that it's sometimes so hard to remember. And uh, yeah, as the time passes so quickly. Um, yeah, Anissa, would you like to share a little bit about yourself and about what you do here on this planet at the moment? And yeah, just talk a little bit about yourself. Sure, I would love to. Um, so I guess I could say that I'm a yoga practitioner. Uh, I've been practicing yoga for over eight years now, um, where I've been completely committed and dedicated to um, this internal journey. Um, I also uh, am a nutritionist um, and also a holistic registered nurse. And I used to own my own yoga studio on the Gold Coast in Queensland, in Australia, for many years. Uh, and then I decided as I've run retreats and workshops and, um, and taught Ashtanga yoga and Mysore and really enjoyed, um, you know, owning a business and also being able to be a, a teacher and a mentor 
Um, but it got to a point where I decided that I wanted to simplify my life and I decided um, to let go of the physical studio and, and move in a different direction and I uh, went traveling and for a few months around Europe and it was amazing. Uh, and this is where we met as well. Well, we met in Bali. This is where we, I started my little adventure. And, um, and then I came back and now I'm shifting towards um, finishing uh, my acupressure therapy course. And then um, I've been moving towards um, just basically doing privates. I mainly do private um, sessions where I combine energy work, um, healing and yoga therapy. And um, I don't like to use the word counseling. So it probably instead of counseling, it would be more like mentoring. Um, and so that's, that's what I do at the moment. Mm, very beautiful. So many things and your life has already seems so diverse and everything that you've done so far. Um, I found really astonishing from what I know from you and what you just said that you just decided to completely change your life, even though it from the outside, it seemed to go really well. And if I look at it, it would be like, I could say you had the perfect life. So what made you change or give up all these things and organize your life in a different way? Wow, what a great question, Leandra. <laughs> um, wow, that's a huge question. So it's true, you're, you're very right. On the outside, um, I had a beautiful house, I had that um, financial stability, um, I had my teacher, I had my community, um, I had, you know, my, my studio that was uh, growing and my, my own community and my students. Um, and I think, I think it, it probably started um, shifting in my practice, in my personal life, within my practice, with my teacher. And, and I think that... Um, something like awoke in me, something uh, ignited in me. And I just felt like even though on the external everything was, you know, well established, I just had an intuition inside of me that basically there was something that was pulling me to go overseas. And I couldn't explain why. It was just this strong to just leave and to go overseas like constantly like like a little voice in my head saying you have to go you have to go overseas you have to go overseas <laughs> and um and then at the same time um there were things in my life that you know that wasn't really falling in, into place that wasn't really shifting that had been stagnant for a while and I was aware of those things and um you know there, there's a time where You know, with things, you need to stay stable and consistent for things to really deepen and to penetrate and to break through, right? But then there's also that time where you need to be able to recognize, is it that I need to remain stable or is it that I need to change something? So then I realized, okay, so it's not about, it's past that point now. It, something needs to drastically change. 
And there, there were signs from like the universe, if you'd like to, to call it, um, you know, I had some troubles with my house and, um, you know, my, my practice was also changing in a, in a new way where I was feeling a lot more independent in, in my own personal journey and practice. I didn't feel like I needed as much community. I didn't feel like I needed a teacher around me. I felt like um, I could step away from that and, and really be held in my own self. And, and that was also a, 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 tr a tricky kind of very delicate, um, delicate um, journey in itself. And then with the studio, um, I think, to be honest, um, the pressure of having uh, the yoga studio um, and having to have so many hats, you know, like I was the mentor, I was the teacher, I was the marketing person, I was you know, um, having to be there for my other teachers that were on my team. So there was a lot of hats I had to play. And when I looked at it, at the heart of it, all I really wanted to do is to simplify it and just to be completely clear and just of service to, to just the teaching and the interaction and contact with my students. And I was sort of coming to that realization, basically. So it's really hard to, to answer that in a, in a short way, but I, I hope that that kind of touches on, on the different aspects of, um, and gives a bit of, a bit of clarity as, to, mm. as wow. to why I felt I needed to go and change things. First of all, I really want to acknowledge you for your courage and the willpower to do these changes because I think this is such a strong decision to make and um, so incredibly brave because I think maybe when we're at that point when everything on the paper goes well, um, we feel like we've already achieved and we should stay in this position because that's what society expects us to or maybe our parents expect us to or our friends or partner or whoever around us. And then we feel like we reached what all this surroundings want us to, um, even though we're maybe not happy in this. And then the temptation to stay in this moment is, is so high, but even though we're not happy from the inside, but then breaking these norms and going for the own calling and for the own intuition, despite everyone around us telling you that maybe it's a wrong decision. I think it requires really a lot of courage and um, also a lot of trust in your own self and in your intuition and you were talking about it that you had that strong calling that you knew that was the right thing and then the universe or however you call it already showed you these signs um, and showed you that maybe with your house or with your studio things were not going well anymore but then it's another thing also to have the courage to listen to that and then really go for it so can you say for maybe someone who has not such a strong intuition or hasn't has the access to their inner voice or inner self um, first of all when did you discover this voice first and how does it work for you with your intuition can you put it in words or explain how this intuition works for you uh, yes, I can. I just, when you were talking, something kind of came up for me. And, um, you know, I don't think it's only just, a, um, if you don't mind me adding, um, just the external pressures, but also the, the pressure, the guilt and the responsibility that we put upon ourselves. 
you know, of how things should be like, of what we should be doing, what we, you know, how our life, you know, should, should, um, should be. Um, so I think that's important to, to, to point out because uh, we can put a tremendous amount of pressure on ourselves, sometimes more than what is on the external. And guilt can, can, um, can definitely do that as well. When we feel a sense of commitment or responsibility towards someone or something and, um, you know, it's, uh, yeah. Um, so in, in terms of intuition, um, for me, I think that when you live a life where that is wholesome, where you are really uh, honoring your body, your mind, your heart, you're really taking care of your, of, of your body, your mind and your heart by doing different practices such as like, you know, eating well, we all know this, eating well, meditating, going for walks in nature, you know, uh, dedicating yourself to an art, you know, whether it's yoga or whether it's, you know, cycling or whatever it is. Um, but also, um, you know, having time for inner reflection or inner inquiry, um, which, which is a huge, if not the main component it is the main component in yoga, essentially, is inner inquiry. Um, and, you know, a lot of people start with the physical aspect of it. And so we take care of the body. We start to connect and enter into our body. Um, and then, you know, the awareness starts to, to, to build in the physical body and the connections start to, well, what was disconnected starts to reconnect. And, um, and then over time, um, we start to clear the channels um, as we stay steady in the practice that we're doing. Um, so meditation, yoga, whatever it is, um, just things that are grounding and wholesome. Um, and, and then over time, uh, as we clear the channels and we maintain um, a routine and of coming home, the routine is of coming home to yourself, coming home to, um, to, to checking in into yourself, into your heart, into how am I feeling? Why am I feeling? So that inquiry is really at the center of it all. Um, and through that inquiry, we are able um, to, and the practice, the physical practice and all of it, um, we are able to start to clear the channels and to clarify the mind and and to become curious about, the, about ourselves and why do we do this? Or why do I have that pattern? And um, as we start to clear that away and it starts to fall away, then we, be, we begin to, you know, go deeper and, and really touch with our, our deeper heart or, or, you know, like our deeper intuition. And that becomes stronger. That becomes um, stronger than the external superficial layers. Um, does that answer the question? <laughs> I definitely know what you mean. And um, yeah, I thought it was so interesting that you just said it's like coming home. And I love that you said that because I really feel that your body is your temple and coming home somehow um, means to me in that sense that your soul is like fully and like in your body, coming home into your body and the both unite. And that's where really yep. the intuition can start because the body and the mind and the soul, they're so connected that each of them have a way of, or they can communicate with each other. And that's basically 
in my view what the intuition is like the good communication because between all these different aspects of yourself um, and then I think this coming home also um, brought up a lot of thoughts for me because I think the topic of home has been so present in my past years because I was constantly searching for my home in terms of the exterior like in terms of traveling so much and living abroad as you know in Australia and always moving from one place to the other and I was constantly looking for that home and I think really in Australia maybe even or on Bali I think I really found home but maybe found home more in myself uh, in my body and therefore felt more home wherever I would go and now as you know I returned back to Berlin due to um, the COVID pandemic which we're currently in and I think I've never felt more home in terms of a location as well than in Berlin, which I desperately wanted to leave before, and in my beautiful new place, which I'm sure I manifested in my life. So I think by finding this home inside of my body and in myself, I really found the feeling of home in all different aspects of my life. And you were saying before that you had this calling to go abroad as well. And for you, it was the opposite. You also returned back to Australia and now you've been living quite a while also in your new place there and seem really content. So is that something that you can also relate to this feeling of like coming home in terms of the interior also connected to the exterior world? Yes, absolutely. Um, I think I really, really relate to that, actually. Um, I think that the two are important to look at the internal environment as well as the external environment. And, you know, it's very much a reflection. But I do feel that, you know, when we move away, when we uh, travel, um, it gives us a space um, to, you know, when we're far from everything to contemplate and and to reflect and um, also the experiences that we have while we're traveling changes us. It, it creates a new experiences. It gives us new insight, new inspiration um, and also time to heal our hearts. You know, when we're away from the things that have been painful, that we haven't been happy with, you know, it, it gives us that space to be able to to look at it at distance and it's not so painful because it's at distance now and to 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 kind of heal from it um, and i think uh the travel helps us to transform internally so even though it's external experiences it, it kind of helps us to change internally and then when we come back uh, at least for me when i came back um it was very clear for me that I wasn't meant to be on the Gold Coast where my studio was, right? So coming to, moving to Byron Bay um, and starting a brand new life here, even though I am more content within myself and, um, and I've been inspired and I've had that time to heal and reflect from my travels, um, it's also sure that has reflected on the outside in the way that my life is and how content I am right now. But also I have been able to put myself in an environment uh, physically that now I am really resonating with, um, which I felt that I wasn't resonating with 
on the Gold Coast, for example, like I wasn't feeling like I was really connecting as deeply as I, as I would have liked to with the community or, um, you know, even not saying that, I mean, I absolutely had amazing connections, but you know, when you have that feeling like something's missing and, and sometimes the thing that is missing, yes, is inside you. And it's important to look at and to, and to, and to inquire about that. But sometimes it's also a combination, you know, of, yes, there's things that I need to look at inside. And that's what I was referring to before. You have to stay stable when things are tough or rough and you want to run away. Instead of having that knee-jerk reaction of just like disappearing, but instead of allowing yourself to stay present with the uncomfortable for a period of time to make sure that it's, it is what it is. And so I was there on the Gold Coast for like seven years, very steady. I had a very strong routine, was very dedicated. Um, and many times I wanted to escape. And I was like, oh, is that an old pattern creeping up? Or is it, or is it you know, that I, I really need to stay? And so... Anyway, life is life. It will just express itself as it needs to. But um, I, I think to answer your question, I think it's a, it's a combination. And now that I'm here, I, I definitely feel like this is the home that I have been searching for for a long time in the external, but also internally. I feel, I feel very, very held very helpful. Mm, so nice to hear. Yeah, there are so many topics I want to get onto. Um, first, you said, like, I think it's important to stress again that our outside world is somehow always a reflection of our inside world and of our mindset that we have, because we are the creators of our world and uh, whatever we put focus onto or what we have in the, our inside will show up in the outside. Um, so if we do not feel contentment or we feel like we're not happy with our community or whatever, then usually that is something that we can still heal inside of us in order to attract different things or different environments. But I think it also, it works both ways. I think if you're really feeling like a place has a bad energy on you, then it's maybe time to leave that place, obviously. Um, But also I think you can, if you heal from the inside, you can also see the good things around you, maybe in an environment that you didn't like before so much. I just had that situation in Berlin for me. I was really yeah, fed up with Berlin and I felt like this was not my place anymore and I didn't feel really good with the energy anymore. And now coming back, I feel like as I've shifted so much from my inside, I really see the positive aspects now more than the negative and I really draw in the positive aspects of Berlin now in terms of people, in terms of places, in terms of events that are happening and my surrounding where I live, where what um, people and activities I surround myself with. So it's really like a filter that you also put on um, in order to yeah see it from a complete different angle and i think that all starts from the inside and yeah I, yeah yeah i agree i think that you know for us it was very much a very similar experience wasn't it <laughs> yeah it's, just the other way around of the of location wise <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um but i feel like that you know there's also 
I think it's important to 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 point out or to acknowledge that you know sometimes when sometimes things are meant to fall apart you know like things are not meant to be working things are not meant to connect and sometimes things are really hard because we're not meant to be in a certain place so i'm not talking about you and me but i'm talking about like in general like other people's experiences i was talking to one of my students uh, just uh, recently and that was very much his his experience that um you know he he came home to a particular place where he thought this is where i'm going to settle down and like on the external sort of you know it was good but nothing was really connecting and it wasn't feeling right and now reflecting back he can you know it's sometimes when things are not connecting and things are really really hard it's just it's meant to we're meant to step back and to let it fall apart because that's not what we're not meant to be gathering the pieces to to keep the 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 empire together it's meant to crumble so that something else can flourish and, mm. and being able to honor that instead of trying to like keep it all together because i think that can be a reaction that someone may have you know like oh no i have to keep it all together <laughs> it's like no just yeah. you know step Let back go. you know they, they, there is a time there is a point where you know that you just step back and just watch it fall and you know let it be and just trust the unfoldment it, it, easy to say we you know <laughs> you're yeah. past that point at that when you're in it it's like it's 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 a it's a different it's a different experience but um yeah just being present and present with it and sometimes just listening Sometimes I think when we're in the situation when we see that things are falling apart that we so desperately try to hold on to, um, mm. I always know that it's good to let it go because it's not meant to be and that something better is on the way for me or something that is more suitable for me. And having this in mind, I think, really helps in order to get through the situation that you already know it's meant to be like this for a reason because something better or something that is more going your direction is going to show up instead for you. And I think that can be a really helpful thing in, in order to, to get through that moment. Um, and I wanted to jump back where you said, where we're talking about the traveling and how you said that it's a time to reflect and a time to heal. And I would love to add up to that, that it's a really important thing also to find yourself and to find out about your values and I think this is why I was traveling so much or I still love traveling because it really confronts you with your inner self and with your values and with who you want to be and how you want to show up in this world because in other places things are so different that suddenly you get confronted um, with yourself and the way you live your life and the way you think or the way you react in certain situations and that you have maybe never questioned before because in your environment and in your routines it seems so normal to you and it seems so um, like so much like a routine but then when you step out of that you get the chance again to really question if you if that's the life that you would like to live and if that's how you want to show up or 
if that is a place where you feel good or not good and then maybe reflecting why you feel good or not good in this place and why a certain situation triggers you. Have you made similar experiences on your travel? And if so, maybe would you like to share a situation that came up for you? Um, I think the only thing I have to say about that is uh, reevaluating the values, like you said. But it's 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 not even just yeah when you're reevaluating your values. It's it's also I think you know we can take things for granted when we're home. You know, like for example, there's so many things that I used to complain about <laughs> living on the Gold Coast or in Australia, as you remember me talking and complaining. <laughs> And, uh, you know, through my travels, I was like, wow, you know, we take things for granted. I wasn't grateful enough, you know, and, um, you know, this, this unsettling feeling that was in within me was, um, was, uh, well, I think, you know, I was seeking authentic connections and I, I still feel like even though I had authentic connections in, in the, on the Gold Coast, it was still just my life was meant to pull me in this particular direction. And I think that I really, everything happens for a reason. But anyway, I think the only thing I want to add to that is, um, is, is, yeah, we reevaluate our values. Um, and we, we, you know, we ask ourselves what's important to me, you know, what, what's important. And, uh, and sometimes those things that we think was important, you know, they change and then or we, we shift and yeah, and gratitude as well. Mm. So, what are, so what are some things that have shifted for you that maybe um, you reevaluated that have become more important in your life and that you're currently working on to move forward with? The one thing that really became apparent to me while I was away and I was away from Australia, what I missed the most was really just the land and nature and the the sense of like space and quality of life. I mean, the quality of life here is absolutely incredible. And I do think that I took that for granted. Um, and being able to just, you know, like just a, the level of safety is extremely rare like you know women can go like you know sleep in their vans and like nothing's gonna happen <laughs> anywhere they want almost and you know you can go on the beach and like leave your wallet and your phone you know in your bag and go for a swim and come back to it and just know that it's still going to be there and just also the diversity in um in, in, you know, of, of nature, you know, we, we have the ocean and the ocean is just such a special energy here and it's so clean. And I've, I've always felt so connected to the ocean here. And really, I think to, to summarize it, it's really the quality of life and the food and um, the opportunities. And I the feel... <laughs> Very blessed, yeah, to be able to live in Australia. I just, I feel like this is definitely my home. And um, and maybe I needed to go away to be able to, you know, to check, to check where is home. Is it really here? Because obviously I had uh, my my own frustrations about um, Australia in terms of like um, culture, lack of culture, 
um, and connection with, um, like deeper connection with, with, with people or, but, um, basically when I moved to Byron Bay, I found that, I found that it was a lot easier to connect with people here. There's a different level of awareness in my personal experience. And I'm not saying that, you know, other places in Australia, for example, the Cocos doesn't have awareness. It definitely has a level of awareness. It's just that I feel like I'm meeting people that I connect at a heart level from heart to heart more easily, more spontaneously, um, more openly. And, um, I don't feel that that's something that shifted inside of me because I feel like I am someone who, who is quite friendly and open. Um, but anyway, um, I think I just was meant to move here. I think mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's, it's just that. And now that I've moved here, um, the, I feel like, there's, I'm able to drop into being even more present and more settled um, with um, trusting that unfoldment, um, this unfoldment of life. And um, I feel like I've really slowed down even more inside. And I feel, I feel like this environment is, is really supporting me to, to, to stay in that space. Mm. <laughs> it's so funny how our stories in many aspects always uh, reflect like we always are in the same situation somehow um, because I could relate just so to everything that you said just basically the other way around that returning back to Germany now um, really gave me this gratitude and I feel now how I, I'm so connected to being here and how I can appreciate and be so grateful for so many things here and Yeah, that just makes me feel so home and settled and so good. And where we come back to the topic that sometimes maybe it needs us to move away and to just really rediscover our home. Even though I really have to say I do miss the nature in Australia a lot. But And I think that the nature in Australia was a really big part of finding that place inside of myself. Um, and really diving deeper into myself and I really think nature is so underestimated what it can do to you and how healing nature is especially in Europe I would say as most people live in some sort of cities and there's not that super wide nature and we don't have a lot of really big oceans or something which is like in Australia it's just magic having this space and the wide nature there and so many animal species and yeah so I'm really grateful to have had that amazing nature experience and really would love to encourage everyone listening to just go more into nature because it's so underestimated how healing and how necessary it is for us humans to reconnect to nature and to reconnect to ourselves. yeah Would you like I to think, add something to that? <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, also in, in talking about all of this, I think purpose is, is you know, at the, is so central, you know, purpose. And, um, you know, when we're 
trying to live our purpose or to discover what our purpose is. You know, we will go through, you know, different phases and we'll move away and things like that. And I think we're all trying to align ourselves with our true purpose. Mm-hmm. So it yeah. doesn't matter what, you know, what happened or what the triggers were that caused something to happen. It's, it's all there to try to pull us back to why we're here and how we can be of service. And I think you really relate to that as well. Um, you know, like I really feel like through this whole journey that we both kind of very, that we took in very similar ways, but different, like different, but similar, we've, we've come to, to that place where we feel so content and held because we are feeling more aligned with our purpose and yeah and so just wanted to share that oh yeah so important yeah i think that redirection of life you know that redirection Mm -hmm. of life is necessary so so that we can you know walk walk and meet and be in our purpose yeah and i think therefore it's like when change happens in your life and you maybe from the outside just to draw the circle back to the beginning um, when your life seems perfect but you don't see your purpose in there then not being afraid of change and letting go in order to have new things uh, enter and also, your life <laughs> yeah and also not uh, not blaming circumstances or people yeah mm-hmm. That's very important. We can get so caught up in our stories during those great changes. And um, I think it's, it's very important to take care of that, especially when you're in it, to not, to not blame so much and to just try to see what's, what's behind it. Yeah, but I think when you realize that you are the creator of your life and you um, have it all in your hand, how you want to create your life, then you stop blaming things or people around you because you realize that your outside world is the reflection of your inside world and that you also have the power to change it every single second and you that you have the power to, to change how you feel, to change how you want to live and therefore get away from the, the guilt and the shame towards other. And then also, first of all, forgiving yourself for maybe having made some decisions that were not from your perspective now the the best but maybe that was necessary as well and forgive yourself as well and then move on from the point where you at <laughs> to create your yeah. your dream life with your purpose ah oh, anisa this is so beautiful speaking to you <laughs> but uh, now i would move on to a little round of fire questions so that means that you just give a quick short answer the first thing that comes into your mind <laughs> are you ready i think i am <laughs> <laughs> so what can we do for more self-love today more self-love stop and breathe into your low belly mm, that's nice <laughs> what is your favorite dish Lasagna and pizza. Sorry, that was. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! You know I love pizza. If you can remember, so um, I to- that totally resonates with me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
<laughs> the pizza on Bali was the best I had in my life and only thinking about it now like waters my mouth like that Pavlov dog when he hears the bell um, so yeah resonates what can we do for a better health today which is so important in these times of COVID uh, do a soup fast <laughs> Ah, interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah, this um, soup is the most is the best way to absorb your nutrients, and we often are really overeating and you know eating out of emotions and stress and everything else, and uh, giving our body a bit of a break, um, but still giving it its nourishment. So I yeah, I would suggest doing like you know at minimum three days of like just eating a really nourishing soup where you're feeling warm and it's uh, gentle on your digestive system and helps to absorb the nutrients better mm -hmm. and calm, calm down in, on all levels, emotionally, like, you know, mentally and uh, just calming and soothing your nervous system. Yeah. Yeah. Winter is coming in Europe now. So soup is going to be a warming and nourishing thing for everyone in the Northern Hemisphere here. <laughs> Um, was there any book, podcast or movie or some sort of media that was a game changer for you? Uh, yes, um, Thich Nhat Hanh, which is a Zen monk um, about the inner child. I don't remember if that's the exact, oh, Reconciliation, it's called Reconciliation by Thich Nhat Hanh and also um, Papaji. Um, uh, Papaji, so uh, the truth, or yeah, the truth. It's a book, or is it both books? Yeah. Okay, books. Okay. It is a book. So, um, so the truth is by W. H. L. Punjab is uh, one of the great gurus um, that has passed away that lived in India. And uh, it's a book where uh, students came to him and um, wanting to, oh, to wake up. And um, so it's questions and answers between students and Papaji um, about awakening. Cool. When do you feel most pure and happy within yourself? After my yoga practice. <laughs> Mm. so nice yeah is there mm. any last piece of advice or knowledge that you would like to share before we go for other listeners to hear hmm. if I had to add anything um, it would be to keep coming home, to keep coming home to the seat of your heart, to keep coming home to arriving to the present moment, to the here and the now, to what is unfolding and trusting the unfoldment by staying in your heart and, and noticing like whenever you are uh, moving away from your heart, Uh, the practice is to recognize, to start recognizing when you are not being present and not 
in alignment with your heart. Because once you acknowledge it, then you can start to do something about it. And so just be gentle with yourself. Just be kind and gentle with yourself and keep coming home to the truth in your heart. Mm. I'm almost getting emotional. Coming home, I think, is the, is the topic of our conversation, the, the root topic. And I think it's, yeah, it's so important to just come home, find home within yourself in this world. And so thank you so much for these wonderful words. And uh, it was such a pleasure talking to you for my podcast today. And um, yeah, thank you for being you. You're wonderful. I love you so much. And I'm so happy we got to speak for the podcast today and we'll keep in touch anyways. <laughs> Thank you, Leandra. It was such a pleasure to, touch, to, to talk to you and to share with you. And I love you very much. Mm -hmm.